0: Now tune to, to the greatest. Don't call it a comeback, but we're back, and this is episode 13. We're here to talk the NBA draft, free agency, and trades. We'll explore a crazy NBA offseason that's sure to drop some jaws. This is Below the Hardwood. Uh, who do you guys think is the greatest duo in NBA history? Anytime, any era.
1: Iverson and Aaron McKee. Jesus.
2: <laughs> really? Rasheed Wallace and Bonzi Wells. Oh, we're going obscure right yeah, now. Yeah, seriously. We're going uh, we're going nuts. Are we picking shitty? Okay. Uh, Stephen <laughs> and Malone.
3: Wait, what? Oof. Oof. <laughs>
0: Who was that? How about
1: this? LeBron and James. Oof. Nothing better than that one-two
2: combo. But oh, most likely, likely it's, it's Jordan and Pippen. For real.
0: Okay. Okay, so since we're not gonna I'm gonna
2: know, say Anthony Davis and LeBron James are better than Jordan and Pippen even though I'm probably the ooh. biggest Scotty Pippen fan of life.
0: Oh, okay, so we do get a real answer. Okay. All right. Well, I'm That's... gonna join the party with, you know, the obscure one and say Kobe Bryant and Smush Parker.
2: <laughs> well, Kobe Bryant can't be part of this group. So just Kobe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't hear anyone.
1: You see that the stupid one on like the the 2v2 two two, the debate the best duo and then I think Shaq and Kobe one, which I get cuz like Shaq and Kobe like if you played them one on or like two on two, that that's probably gonna win, you know?
0: But yeah, Kobe I, and Shaq. It's... Yeah. I think they just won some like uh tournament the scorer was doing as the greatest yeah. duo of all time. And I'm like, you know what? Michael Jordan Scotty versus Kobe and Shaq. I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, Shaq would eat Scotty, so
1: Yeah, he would, <laughs> would be fooding. And then if you double team him, you just kick it out to Kobe, and that's just like
0: pretty much. So. Yeah, but
2: this is literally if you're playing two-on-two. Two. See, the, uh, this is what I always hate about the debate about best players or best twos. It, it always is so dependent on what you're doing. Like, is Kobe Bryant one of the best twos ever? Sure. But is he one of the best I would play in a starting five? Not a chance. Ooh. Right? It just matters.
3: What it in matters. the hell? Who did we invite here? <laughs>
0: Speaking oh, you're picking the guy which, who's taking Clay Thompson too. Speaking of which, welcome Ooh. back.
2: You're praying a starting five. Oh, I'm also taking Wilt over Shaq. Ooh, we're we're going far here.
0: Welcome back to Below the Hardwood. I am your host, Ryan Antonio Henry, here with the homies, the teen, the Capadres, the cohorts. The X Men, the Avengers. I'm. I'm. There's like a long list. I'm. I'm done. Care Bears. You know, care. Okay, new edition of the Care Bears. We're the Care Bears, apparently. But no. the Care Bears are joined <laughs> by a former. Well, you know what? He's a, he's a friend of the show. He's been on the show if you guys remember our YouTube days, and uh, we're here to welcome back our our trade enthusiast, our trade conspiracy guy he's, he's he just likes to create a lot of chaos in nba twitter just you know going over hypothetical situations he he he, he has actually written for us on press basketball please welcome back phil Boilow.
2: what's up I, i'm purely thinking of the simpsons off that sound now like, yeah. like, like
0: I bring you love.
3: <laughs> he brings <Yeah>. us love.
2: <laughs> I'm going to bring you guys traits. <laughs> oh, and let's not forget draft cuz we're coming up on the draft time. I'm super excited about this and I'm going to pick some guys who are going to jump in the top 5 who you guys aren't even going to think of.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We're excited for it and honestly Phil, it's been it's been a while. I think the last time we had you on the show, we were we were shooting in a random bar downtown Toronto when you, you were visiting us from Montreal. It was like Coalition or something like that. Yeah, uh, it was. R.I.P.
2: That place is closed. That I
0: place think. is closed. The last time. And I, I remember my around.
2: pants were way too short in the picture. It was like I had way too much sock to pant room. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I've got to go shopping after this. It was Achilles season over there. <laughs> yeah. It was Achilles
0: season. But, uh, <laughs> welcome back to the show. And, of course, I'm joined by our other cohorts, Alan, Shane Lewis
1: what is good ladies and gentlemen it's your boy alan shane lewis on the mics on the ones and twos here on this podcast ready to have a good time
0: awesome awesome and (laughs) i don't know what that was the man dexter hi Nikki areola hi Nikki, and he said it so we're starting the show ladies and gentlemen we're exploring the unknown here this is NBA off season 2020 um, shit has blown up in the last 24 to 48 hours, depending on when you're hearing this uh, about a week ago, we didn't know when the season was going to start uh, about a week ago. People were talking about, you know, 52 game season, a 72 game season. Uh, are we still having an 82 game season? It's, it's crazy. And now we actually know that free agency draft and the trade and trade season is basically upon us this week. Uh, this upcoming week is going to be just absolute nuts. It's already started. If you're on NBA Twitter, if you're on Instagram, you probably can't go a minute without seeing some crazy proposed uh, team, some trade, some deal. So let's just break right into it. Uh, first, starting off you know, with, with available free agents. There's a, a, a decent list. Um, you have obviously the big piece uh, in this being, uh, uh, well, actually as of just about 10 minutes ago, Uh, Anthony Davis became an unrestricted free agent. Uh, we don't really expect him to go anywhere, but, uh, with the actual free agents that possibly have been rumored to leave or, you know, just might be going somewhere. Speaking of which, uh, Fred Van Fleet, um, is there any agents that you feel could actually make the jump so let's, let's, start, let's, let's start off with Fred, for example, because this uh, Raptor situation, this Fred situation has become really crazy in the last 24 hours. Fred Van Fleet went on uh, JJ Reddick's uh, very infamous podcast now and dropped a few bars saying that, you know what, he wants the money, he's going to go for the money. Um, which, you know what, I don't blame the guy, but it, it's kind of rubbing Raptor fans the wrong way right now. He's taking a lot of heat from them. Um, let's start off with our guest, uh, Phil. How do you feel this free agency season, Um, especially with Fred Van Fleet? do Do you see him staying with the Raptors? Do you see an organization like the Knicks coming in, the Pistons? What's your take?
2: I mean, I think it's inter- it's interesting just because it's it's one of those free agent years where you don't really want to be a free agent. All the is in twenty twenty one, especially because all these all these teams loading up for the big names, but obviously there's gonna be some teams that just strike out and they're gonna have money left over to over- overpay the David Lees of the world. And yeah. I think the Knicks, and I think Fred Van Vliet may may Van Fleet may fall into that. Um One of the interesting caveats is actually talking about the Phoenix Suns. I think that's actually a perfect fit for him if he chooses to leave or signs an offer sheet, Uh, but he's going to be a domino in that kind of world because I think they're waiting on the Chris Paul, if that happens, trade. Um, I think he's one of those players that he's a good player, but I also think that he's there's a high likelihood that he's going to get overpaid. I think his overall value is kind of in that realistically 16 to 19 a year And I think some team's going to throw him between 21 and 23 a year. And I just don't know if that's great value for the Raptors to hold on to long-term. Like, I think he's a crucial part to the team. And if they keep the team as constructed, I think they would lose without him. But if you're paying him big money, you're hoping to have all the space for 2021. Are you really going to pull in Giannis? And and are you going to lose the shot at a top-tier free agent for Fred Van I actually think he's going to sign a fairly big one with Phoenix after Phoenix realizes that Chris Paul may not be worth trading for given the timeline of their team.
0: All right, all right. And um, uh, Alan, just um, over the last 48 hours, again, Fred's kind of come out, you know, said he wants the money uh said he's a champion he says he deserves it um he doesn't have anything left to prove this is all on jj reddick's podcast with uh that which uh fred was a guest on uh what's your take on on his comments and and do you think he is coming back to the raptors the raptors brass seem to think that he's still you know he's still coming back
1: well yo fred van vliet is a dog you know like Coming out undrafted, he had something to prove. He had a chip on his shoulder, and he came into the league with that kind of mentality, worked his way through the G League, and now he's like uh, start on a starting team of a championship team. So he's proven everyone wrong. I think that's what his entire kind of motif is. And a player like that wants the value like assigned to them the value that they see within themselves so i don't i don't blame him for saying that i think that's something that he truly believes and i think he should definitely go get the money like coming out of wichita state i feel like no one thought that this guy would be making that much money so i feel like him doing that now is fine um i hope the Raptors keep him around i think after losing terrence davis i think you really need to secure the backcourt going forward and you need to give the keys to the kingdom to someone who really kind of already knows the knows the car knows the system knows what's going on so i don't know as a raptors fan i'm i I'm very optimistic, but my heart's been broken before in very recent memories. So mm-hmm. I don't know how, how to how, what, what's gonna happen with this, but uh yeah, I kinda hope Fred uh suits up for the Raptors another time. One more time.
0: All right, all right. And uh Dex, any any final thoughts on just, you know, Fred's recent comments that have kind of, you know, took Raptor fans uh the wrong way.
3: Uh Raptor fans just need to chill. Like, let the man be. Let him get paid. He won us the championship. He did what he could. Last year, he honestly lost this, that Celtics, mm-hmm. <laughs> that Celtics round, to
1: be honest, with that a last lot. shot. Oh, a he
3: lot of, um, some but can't
1: just be him. It can't just be him. Was There's a lot of people. I think,
3: I think with, for Ben Vliet, he's <laughs> going to be offered a lot of money, uh, way overpaid, as Phil said. Um, but I think he is the best, besides Anthony Davis, of this free agency. Uh, I look at Harrell. I look at Hayward. I think... Those guys don't compare to what Fred VanVleet
2: bring, and or Brandon Ingram.
0: <sighs> That's it. That's it. I I pick guy. Fred VanVleet. Yeah, and, and you Ooh. know Thank thank you for mentioning that, Phil. Because no one's talking about Brandon Ingram right now. I'm like, he's a big because they're gonna on match every
2: deal. This guy's trash.
1: That's why.
0: Whoa, you rip-
1: You already you already rip- know how I feel about that guy. That guy hey. wasted a whole year of LeBron's career. Right, on, I'm tired on. of this guy. wait, wait. wait hold on. Hold on. Not. Hold on. I need
0: you to say that again. Sorry, Brandon Ingram is.
1: He wasted an entire. Oh, he's trash. you want to say?
0: Okay, <laughs> there it is. So Brandon Ingram yeah. is trash. Okay, all right. All right. I said it. I he so
1: doesn't deserve MIP. It. All right. did Shane deserve Lewis.
0: It. Alan Shane Lewis.
1: I said it, and I'll say it again. Oh, he's scoring the most on the Pelicans. Okay, so you're the tallest person in grade seven. Good for you. Like that's not <laughs> an accomplishment. I don't care. Right, like, get out of here. Okay. Who else was gonna score? So Lonzo. Lonzo wasn't gonna score. JJ Reddick.
0: he did just Zion win. He did Wheeler. just win an award, you know.
1: Yeah, that he didn't deserve. You're right.
0: Oh damn! Okay. That, He's whole, that years entire an that
1: entire season of awards gave it to people who didn't deserve it. There was the defensive player of the year didn't deserve it. The MVP didn't deserve it. Uh, was it uh, executive of the year didn't deserve it? It's all over the place. It was like a really bad year.
2: So yeah, but he, he, he's on the Pelicans. No one's gonna sign with the Pelicans. They have to retain their free yeah. agent.
1: Oh, they will retain him, they'll overpay him, but I don't think he's a a sought after offseason acquisition that a team should really be taking seriously. He's not gonna bolster your team's offense, he's not gonna help you on defense. He's just gonna do score his 15 to 18 points a game after shooting like 30 percent or something like that. I don't Brandon, even have it in front of me, but I uh, assume that's uh, what he's
2: shooting. Uh, his 24 points a game. And who can oh, ball okay. handle, create his own oh, okay. shots. Is over seven foot wingspan. He's Ooh. 23 years old. He's one year old. You're just you're talking Compton about coming out of the year the league this year.
1: How
3: much wasted up. potential we're talking you, about here. Would you rather have the ball in B.I.'s hands or Fred VanVleet's hands? I say Fred VanVleet.
2: I say that too. I mean, because he's more of a traditional point guard, but. I'd actually throw money at Lonzo Ball over Van Fleet oh, in some no. ways.
0: Oh, no,
2: no. Foul. You guys, just hating. You Foul. guys, got, you guys got to watch more Pelicans Spins. games. This guy, he's he's on
3: that triple B.
1: Oh, I watch Pelicans games. I've he's seen, not on I've that seen that Gentry not giving uh, Zion any minutes because they're afraid yeah, that's why out out of him And Van Gundy's weekend. taken over. Yeah, he
2: probably But I've got to say, Alan, by the way, if you're going to give Brandon Ingram some crap from wasting one year of LeBron James's career, let's be fair and give the whole cleveland cavaliers organization yes i've been doing that forever dan, Gil- dan gilbert
1: is the worst owner i've been wanting in the to world. say this
2: forever all the what ifs with lebron james what if Le- the cleveland cavaliers hadn't been such a useless organization that in seven years the best player they could pair him with before he came back was larry F and hughes <laughs> Okay. thank you.
0: I agree to that. 100%. <laughs> don't like hate Kobe on goes Wagner to the Lakers.
1: Like Jordan goes to Chicago and they kind of fix everything afterwards. LeBron
0: goes to Cleveland. Cleveland. This is why
2: you pay your GM and your coach. This is why the Raptors are built better than a lot of these teams. Okay. Let, let's draft, bring this back. Sign.
0: Since we're talking about LeBron here, uh, another free agent that's actually, uh, he's on a player option uh, that had recently been in the news is DeMar DeRozan. Um uh, the Lakers are apparently interested in trading for Demar, which would then pair up Demar with his longtime nemesis, uh, the guy that basically wiped him out of his father the his playoffs daddy. for for many years as a raptor uh, as a raptor. Um, do you guys want to see Demar DeRozan in a Laker jersey?
3: I'd love it. I'd love it.
0: We love the two guard
3: Lakers. We love it, <laughs> and Demar being from Compton, he'll love it. Yeah. And then he has a cast around him. He's doing nothing in the Spurs. He's not doing anything with Rudy Gay, LaMarcus Aldridge. He needs that superstar. He needs to be that third option. Who, what other team has a better third option than DeBarno Rosen?
2: So you're a Clippers fan. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, uh, let's just say all those players you just mentioned for San Antonio, there's a reason nobody wants them. They're on San Antonio. There are players in this league Russell Westbrook, one of them that you cannot win with. They will put numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In some <laughs> games. Thank you, Phil. There DeRozan Don't do it. you cannot <laughs> win with. He Preach. will be a net negative. I straight up I- would rather. Danny Green than Demar. DeRose. No, here, here, here's oh, the thing. Okay. No, I don't Le, know
1: about that. LeBron James has the ability to pull out just something championship about you. He finds what you do best, and he says, "You do this all game long, and we will win." And if you, you buy in, you actually win. And I think he can pull that out of Demar. And I understand Demar is not a guy who's going to sit nice. in the corner and do three pointers. He's not. He's not going to be that guy. But what he can do is kind of take that offensive load sometimes and go down to the post and kind of like work some people and get his 15 points a game. One thing I will say. I don't see them making this trade anymore because of what, um,
0: what happened uh, today? The Dennis
1: Schroeder trade. So now they've lost uh, Danny green. So now you have that 14 mil contract. I believe that it was. And what you're going to trade Kuzma for that Kuzma and a bag of rice. Like what, what can you possibly get uh, Demar over there for? So, I mean, I don't
2: think you can, but I think that's a good thing.
0: So DeMar does have the player (laughs) option. I don't think he has declined it yet. It's going to be interesting in the next couple of days to see what he does. If he does decline, uh, there's been rumors like all offseason long that he's not happy in San Antonio. But he he apparently came out and debunked that. Um, but realistically, I don't think he's staying there. I don't think the Spurs really want him there either. And you know what? I'm going to sign off on the Lakers. Although I'm not a Laker fan and I, I don't really care for them. I would like to see LeBron with DeMar together with AD, with Dennis Schroeder, who's the new addition. I think that team wins a chip. I, I flat they, out think they, that team wins a chip. They, they could, but it also
1: could just be like uh, Dwayne Wade part two. Remember when Dwayne was playing Cleveland and like you Dwayne just had LeBron defense. and – and yeah, it's true. sure, sure <laughs> did. he did. You did do that. The but good he, thing he, about – sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying he just can't shoot threes. That's like the only no. downside.
3: The good thing about DeMar is that he doesn't miss a lot of games. And if LeBron's going to take the first half of the season off, you have that DeMar DeRozan as a second guy. And I'll take him as
2: the second guy. If he was making between 10 and 15 as a, as a secondary shot creator when LeBron's gone, because he can ball handle a bit, sure. But I, I, I just don't think you take $25 million and you throw it into that one asset. I think if you look around the league in terms of who theoretically, like I would much rather Victor Oladipo for sure. Yeah,
1: would, I would I, I, would too. Or Belay- Brad-
2: I've been preaching Bradley Beale too. I'm preaching. Yeah, but Bradley they're not going to get him. Okay, you can say Bradley Beale, but, but like. Even if they had their first-round picks, which they got rid of, even if you had like three more to Kyle Kuzma, Washington doesn't care about that. They they have Hashimura, who's already better than Bradley Beal. Like, I mean, sorry, and <laughs> then, then that, uh, other than Kyle Kuzma. Sorry, my, oh, okay, in that trade. But I'm just saying, like, Bradley Beal would be ideal, but the, they don't have the resource to get him. Why I'm saying is, you have a trade low can um, by low candidate like Victor Oladipo, who if he comes back, is that shot creator? Is that defender? Is that? alpha on the wing he's he, he and he can play next to dennis Schroeder. dennis Schroeder, uh, uh, let's be honest is is kyrie irving without having to deal with kyrie irving <laughs> and then he brings you all that offensive firepower it's look when i when i saw this deal i thought okay when he was in cleveland lebron james had kevin love and kyrie irving who would you rather kevin love and kyrie irving even in 2016 like them back then or right now Schroeder and, and davis for me it's not even close
0: uh, that's, no, no, it's hard know. because you have two All-Stars, fide All-Stars and Kevin Love and Kyrie, and then Schroeder. Schroeder's getting you nine, 18, 19 points a game. So like, And
2: Davis a, is no. by far are the best OKC player of that
0: whole list. Those are OKC <laughs> points. They they are different points. They are totally different points. And Kevin Love was a rebound monster. Like At the end of the day, I, I'd, I'd still take K... Kyrie and Kevin Love, but.
2: but they couldn't play defense.
0: Really? I, I, would still, I, would, I would still
2: go. I'm taking these guys every I day. Yeah, that's on Kevin that's, um, that's a, I think they're doing great. Moves. I don't know that's why a, that's,
1: a, that's, on Kevin that's a good thought experiment. 2020 Lakers championship team versus 2016 Cavs. Who yeah. wins that?
2: Like LeBron James, oh the Lakers is a little bit better, league. sure. But,
1: but. let's let, let's just say LeBron is the same. He's the same LeBron uh, on both teams.
2: The only so reason I say it may be close is Tristan Thompson. I think we'd do an okay job at guarding Anthony Davis. Cause he at least had some lateral quickness at that yeah. point. Mm. Yeah.
1: But um, actually you, you bring Tristan Thompson out to the three point line. It's over. He's not, he's not catching yeah. up with that. He's going to get lost in the sauce immediately
0: <laughs> um, to close out free agency. We pretty much went through the four main guys. You have Fred, Damar, Brandon, Anthony Davis, um, Yo, going, Maka. Through, going through the, the list. Um, Montrez Harrell, Gordon Hayward, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic, uh, Goran Dragic. Any of Drummond. these guys that? Oh, and Danilo Gallinari is actually pretty pretty interesting he's too. Pretty, yeah. um,
2: I think he's going to be a Miami Heat for a year, one year Ooh. deal.
0: That's not bad at all. Apparently, bring everyone to the Lakers, baby. Uh, apparently, <laughs> they don't rumors
2: need that, more forwards; they need guards. Uh, Cuban, yeah. We yeah. need everything.
0: You. Cuban actually apparently had a deal for Gallinari before deadline last season. It just never happened. But um, that would have been interesting to see Gallinari, another European, again with more Europeans in Dallas. But yeah. Uh, I, just want to say this. I know
1: I shitted on Tim Hardaway Jr. earlier, but you put him on the Lakers? Or LeBron put him into shape. Yeah. You whooped him into shape, boy. Oh,
0: my God. But um, you know what? That That's free agency. Here's where the real fun begins because we're going to look into. Well, do we, do we say, you know what, let, 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 let's save it before we go in. The lottery picks, the draft. The draft is actually coming up. Uh, the draft is actually this week, uh, November 18th. Um, and it's an interesting draft because the top two picks uh, and the top two teams being Minnesota Timberwolves at one and Golden State Warriors at two. The Golden State Warriors are a weird situation because they're, they're not really like a horrible team. They just had like a horrible season because of injuries. Uh, gotta so, change that rule. <laughs> so they have the number two pick and they might want to trade it because they need win now players. Uh, and it's the same thing for Minnesota. Although Minnesota is not a really a great team, but they might not need uh, the players that are available at one and two. So it's interesting. It's going to see to see what, what these teams are doing. And the rumors are is that both teams would be interested in possibly shipping these picks out. Um, but, We have LaMelo Ball, who has kind of jumped up in recent days where people do believe he's going to go number one. And we have Anthony Edwards, who also would love to go number one. But I just kind of want to get your takes on this. Who goes number one? Which team takes in number one? Is there a point? We've had, you know, LaMelo Ball's dad come out and say, hey, he doesn't feel like the Golden State Warriors would be a good pick. And LaMelo has actually come out and said, you know what? My Screw my dad. Like, he doesn't really need to talk for me anymore, which I, I'm kind of, like, pumped up about that LaMelo's taken his own his own life into his hands. But uh, to start this off, Phil, um, who's going number one? Who would you like to see uh, the Wolves or 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 the Golden State Warriors do with the number one or number two picks?
2: Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, I don't actually think they're win now. I think you're looking at Towns and, and D'Angelo Russell. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, sorry. And I think they are a player away, but I also think that a trade would be a bit tough. Um, what you have to do at this point is really just grab value. And the problem with them is the value doesn't make sense with their players. Their, their two stars do not play defense. And so when you're looking at the top players in this draft, Anthony Edwards and LaMelo ball in terms of players that fit, they fit on the offensive side, but not on the defensive side. I think if I have to uh, put a gun to my head, and just think, I think Anthony Edwards only because he's a positional fit would be their pick. But if Carlton towns really wants to try playing power forward and part of me is all for it. I, I would go James Wiseman. I think he has probably a top two talent in this draft. Um, but it, if you're asking me who I think is going to go logically, it's going to be Anthony Edwards. Uh, for Golden State, I think James Wiseman again right away fits fits a positional need. He's going to be at worst kind of that DeAndre Jordan rim runner. He's seven one. He's got like a seven four wingspan. He's got hops. He's got a he's got a good build already. They don't need him to score. They just need him to rim run to defend, Uh, he he's very mobile. I think this is a draft that it doesn't really matter where you're drafting. It's just like who values who. And I could see t- some players moving up. I actually think a team like, sh- like Charlotte could move up a little bit just to give, get some draft capital, but but it's Charlotte. A, they have no talent, and B, they're going to mess up the pick. <laughs> so Take I think how it shows on, let's say, nbadraft.net with Anthony Edwards, that's probably the safe pick. But these are a lot of weird calls, and... I'm really not as high in LaMelo ball as the rest of you guys or, or the rest of the people uh, on the internet. Like, I think there's just, just as good a chance a guy like Killian Hayes is as good as LaMelo yeah. ball in five years.
0: Okay.
1: I, right. I, I I agree. I think, like, I, I personally think the best player in this draft isn't going one, two, or three. I think it's probably going to go, like, around seven. I think it's gonna be like a sneaky guy, like Tyrese Halliburton or like Obi Toppin or something like that. Like when I see their games, it's more solid. They actually play defense. They're not just one-way players. And you know, I think Lame- I, I do like Lamelo. I, I agree, but I, I heard stuff that like isn't Anthony Anthony Edwards like dropping like as far as stock? Like teams are like really soured on him.
0: Yeah, that that's been the uh, the talk of why Lamelo has moved up to number one because mm-hmm. uh, they're just not happy with Anthony Edwards' workouts, apparently.
3: Yeah, and and apparently, <laughs> apparently, he has a problem with his motor. And that's what he's known for. He's Andrew known for defense. Wiggins. And on defense, what, like, what is it based off of? Like, if you look at Marcus Smart, if you look at the Tony Allen's, what do they all have? A good motor. If you don't have that, and all your, I guess, eggs are in one basket on defense, you're going to drop significantly. Mm. I think he might drop to
1: like four or five. Oh, interesting. I yeah. don't see Charlotte passing on that. I think Charlotte's like mm, found money,
2: and they're just going to draft him. Yeah, and they're going to draft Dion Waiters. I'm <laughs> just yeah. saying but um uh, speaking of those kind of players that are that are coming out there that you should look for uh Patrick Williams name has really been jumping around small mm-hmm. forward, power forward out of, out of Florida State uh, bouncy guy I, like he he needs a lot of polish but a guy this is going to be a Phil special pick um Jalen Smith out of Maryland yep watch this guy He he to, uh, to me he looks like Rocco with miles Turner mixed together <laughs> he's like He's six ten. He can shoot. He can defend. He can ball handle better than Miles Turner. This guy is in the modern NBA. If Golden State wasn't drafting number two, if they were like six or seven, he would be their ideal pick at center. Uh,
1: I I have a sneaky pick that I don't I don't know where they're gonna get drafted, but uh Jada McDaniels out of Washington, yeah. six foot ten, got nice handles and can shoot off the dribble and has got good bounce. And I know a lot of okay. Washington players don't get a lot of love. You know, just they don't usually do anything big in tournaments or anything like that. But you didn't get an opportunity. But I think he might be something big. And I I don't know. I like Cole Anthony, but I feel like it's a Austin Rivers part too. You pick my my
3: sneaky pick. I'm picking Cole Anthony. I'm buying stocks right now. (laughs) 18-5-5. He got a jumper. He can dribble. He's quick. If he gets picked from 15 to 20, he's going to an amazing team. He's going to Sixers. He's going to Miami. He's going to Brooklyn where they can use him as that just off-the-bench scorer. So I'm buying Cole Anthony stocks Guys, there's a little room in there for you guys if you want. Jump on this little bandwagon. It's I'm a tandem ready. bike right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pull, pull me. Pull me.
2: All right. no, there's be... some good guys in this draft like uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Actually yep. I actually think he's going to be a really wow. nice shooting guard. Uh, he's got a bit of a funky shot, but it goes in. Um, uh, uh, Denny Abdia, I think he needs to learn to shoot yeah. a bit more, but in the modern NBA, he's he's what Dario Sartre should have been. But he gets bullied uh, a lot, too. That's something I guess I mean, over he gets time, bullied, he kinda... but but he's young, right? He's been playing yeah. but but the thing is he's been playing with adults for since he was sure. 16. Yeah, so, but we also saw Luca play with adults and Luca dominated
0: at like 13.
2: Yeah. yeah. But Luca's one of those all-time special guys. Like like if he was that good he wouldn't be, True. you know, like True. projected where he is. Like the good thing about this draft is you don't really want to be at the top. What, what you want to be is in the top, I'll say 10, and ideally if you're at the top, you want some team at the lower end of the 10 where it's going to keep you in it. Yeah. Really like one of those guys. Like like if you're Golden State, you really want a team like Atlanta or Cleveland or Chicago to be like, oh, "I want the mellow ball." Yeah. And just like late like, 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 if if Chicago called Golden State and said, "We'll give you uh, Wendell uh, Carter Jr. and number 4 for number 2." You, you're getting both because you're getting your center who can pass and your modern Al Horford, and the number four pick where you can go in a million different ways. Like, if you got Wendell Carter Jr. and uh, Denny Avia, who in that Golden State system would be fantastic with his passing and his versatility, that puts them right there with the contenders next year. Mm. And then Chicago gets their LaMelo ball. Big City gets to showcase that. uh, LaMelo ball, Zach Levine... I mean, they won't win, but it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Two true. light
3: scans on the sleeve, and yeah, I do just feel shooting like, it up there. I do feel yeah, the, the, the
2: problem do with that. yeah, Lamelo Ball,
1: like he's such a conundrum, right? Like his shot, he's he's got that same ball brother problem where his shot looks funky, and no coach has been like, put that elbow in, tuck it in. But he's adjusted it over the last couple of like end of his career over there in Irarara, Irarara, whatever that team's name is called, and like. it's such an interesting that he's, he's changed it. He's adjusted it. So he shoots a little bit better. His his percentage went up at the end of it, but he also doesn't play defense. Uh, He's kind of weird on the pick and roll. Sometimes if you drop too hard on him he doesn't know what to do. And he has these like weird kind of floater things that he does from like the free throw line, which I'm like, you can do that at Chino Hills. That's cool because no one's going to say shit, but like you're in the league now, you know, like figure it out. So he, but one thing I will say about him, excellent, Ball IQ as far as like finding positional players and where to whip the pass and, and the perfect timing and how much sauce to put on it to get people like he he, he can see he's a, he's a true floor general and he's got that ball on like a yo-yo string so I will say that's something that a lot of these other players do not have but there's some the finer things the things that you you for sure need in the NBA that I hope that he can develop over time and become that player that we all think he could be.
2: I mean, I, like, I think some people think it could be like uh, my retort to that is that the NBA is big on picking on your weakness, right? And if your mm-hmm. one real skills, giving up the ball, sure. But th- there are guys who don't play defense, like, like Steph Curry was never a great defender, but he'd shoot over you and he's one of the better passers in the league. Right. Like you have to have something more than just passing. Like, like, like for me, if, if you're kind of making a 2k rating, if your passing's at 95, I'd rather your passing's at 80, but your rebounding's at 80 as well, or something else. Like oh. it, is Denny Avia, because he's a great passer, not on that level, but he's much better at everything else. Is he not a player who's going to give you more value until the, me- like right now, if they don't improve. Yeah. Right. And that's why when, when you look at weaknesses, James Wiseman, like when I'm looking at him, I'm looking at a bigger Chris Bosh. With kind of he can't of like,
1: shoot like Bosh, though. He can't
2: he shoot. Can't but he's shoot left-handed, like but but his form is good and his free throws are decent. Like and 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 I heard that uh, that ball comment, Lonzo Ball. His elbow's more in. It's going there. Promise yeah. you guys, Lonzo Ball these is coming. And year. also,
1: look look at his feet. He kicks his feet out. He does this weird thing, and he just like scissors his legs in the air, and he lands so like it's like ooh, like why didn't? Yeah, I don't know. I remember there's a guy on my basketball team. I know listeners can't see this, but like he used to shoot the basketball like this. Our wettest three point shooter. Our wettest three point shooter. But it was why like, why you talking about me big. like this? <laughs> no, you're this. As <laughs> back scratches for threes, you slingshot.
0: Um, I'll join with Phil. I I don't really believe that Lamelo and Anthony Edwards are gonna go one and two. I feel, or at least. To, to Golden State and, and Minnesota, I do feel like there's going to be a lot of trades on this draft night. I feel like we're going to have like a, a package deal where it's like a, a smaller player, number four, number five pick, moves up to number two. Um, I think Golden State is going to... I think they have something in the works. I think they're going to land somebody big that's going to help them now. Um, Minnesota, to be honest, like they just need help in general. That I don't know if it's the organization that, that's just not good, uh, the management, but I, I just don't feel like they... I I I wouldn't be they surprised. They don't play if, defense. I wouldn't be surprised This Cat Cat is out of there soon. Um, you know, the whole D'Angelo Russell Cat thing, we haven't really got to see it like in its entirety, but
1: they, they need to bring Devin Booker on that team, man. Those three together. Oh, yeah.
0: those three on together, the cover makes a couple uh, more, more defense.
2: More defense, perfect.
0: That's a big L. <laughs> That's a, a
1: big o? L.
3: Yo, they're dropping hundred and
1: twenty points. Don't ask me how much the other team's dropping. Don't ask me. Yeah, they're dropping a hundred 100-
3: injured. Cat's gonna be injured.
1: Don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. All right, all right. Well, also, also, I just want to say because we, we didn't. I, I, Darren Fox is uh, he's a team option, I believe, but I still think he's probably gone out of the Kings. They're not the whole thing where he sold his house in like near Sacramento or some shit like that. Yep. And the
0: yeah, fact, yeah, and that I think Buddy. Hield, that's, I think that's a
1: good thing for him because, like, I think he's too good for that place. That like the Kings are a fucking black hole. Yeah, and
0: Buddy Hill <laughs> apparently Buddy Hill doesn't take calls from was it Vladdy. Blood, uh, bloody Hill was yeah. Before Vladdy just completely stepped down. He wasn't taking no calls from Luke Walton. It was Luke Walton. He wasn't talking to his coach. So like yeah. that Sacramento team's a, a complete mess. So those are big trade pieces that could uh, happen. And and you know what. We're we're in the second half. We're actually going to explore a, a lot of trades. We haven't even gotten into trade season, so I know Phil's salivating over there. Um, but uh, we're... <laughs> literally
2: holding back talking about Minnesota.
0: Any any final <laughs> thoughts on you know free agency, the draft, just um, the league as a whole before we move on to to uh, to trade? I season? would
2: I would just say in terms of free agency and everything, I think a lot of players are going to. Um, sign a bit longer deals than we normally would have thought they would just because of the uncertain economic climate. I think we're going to see some, le- le- like not the top, top level guys, but I think we're going to see some more four, four or five year deals for some of the mid-tier guys uh, that you're going to be a little surprised just because they want that certainty with the cap.
0: I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. the opposite. I thought it was going to be like yeah. a lot of one to two I agree because, because right. of the pandemic. Because it's just like, you, you just don't want to be stuck if in If you're at situation. the top end
2: of it, absolutely. Cap's probably going up everything else. yeah. But if you're in the middle, I think you really want some security. And next year with all these guys in the road, you don't want to be the guy who's, who's, um, who, like who's left without a chair to sit on. And at the same point, while it's not a great free agent class, if anyone's going to go in now, this is where you can kind of negotiate against yourself, but in a positive way. I just I just
1: want to say uh, I want to see where Dwight Howard and Melo go. I think that's always interesting to see those guys, those journeymen, those guys that we've been watching for 16 to 17 years in the league. Uh, just, you know, finish off in a strong area and see if they get something to, like, well, I don't know, Reflect I, the hard work that they put in this all the, all the years they've been in the Dwight NBA. Dwight got
0: his. Dwight got his. I'm I'm. I'm well, I
2: think you said that Melo's going to stay on uh, San Antonio. Oh, I, I thought it was DeRosa. My bad. My bad. I oh, was thinking was. of these useless mass scores <laughs> who don't win games.
1: Oh, <laughs> God. Wow. Jesus. Shots fired at Melo. Yo, Melo is a king. He's a champion. Winner NCAA. Winner in high school. Let's just finish it off and get one more in the league. Let's do that. Go to the Lakers, bro. Go to the Lakers. Just do it. I feel like bomb's going to
0: pull his friends. Like, like wasn't the dream to get the banana boat on all, all on one team before retirement? Like they lost Wade, but I feel like LeBron is trying to get Chris Paul or or L- L- Melo to join him.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't see Chris Paul going there now, but you know, M- Melo's always room for Melo. Always got room for Melo. I don't
2: think you want him because you don't want to uh, tell him to sit down. Like you don't He's want to tell your friend. He's fine with sitting down. He's okay with it. All right. I don't know. You know. He's dropped some pounds last year. I, like I think he likes standing up a little more. <laughs>
1: He can come and win a three pointer in the end of the game to win a game. You know what I'm saying? He can do that. Just Give it to him.
2: Get that man a hood.
3: That's it. That's all you need.
0: Um, we're at the halfway point again. Uh, this is our, you know, exploring the unknown, exploring the NBA offseason, the crazy offseason where we've just kind of everything is being, you know, forced and pushed in the last, in the next like two to three weeks because, um, you know, there's been a little bit of a gripe that the season has kind of started way too quick. Um, I think the count was about 71 or 72 days since the Lakers won the chip till when they expect to start the season in December 22nd. So, you know, everything is being rushed right now. Uh, December 22nd is the expected start date. Um, 72-game season. Uh, So we got the draft, we got free agency, we got Mm -hmm. trades. And then, you know, preseason games... Uh, we'll take a look into trades and the latest ongoings in the league when we come back from the break. You are tuned in to blow the hardwood. Oh. All right, you are tuned in to the second half. This is below the hardwood. We just uh, finished a. Uh, Wrapping up, you know, free agency, uh, the upcoming draft again, this is all starting this week and we're now entering into again, the, the fun part. This is where, you know, the NBA has gone absolutely nuts in the last 24 to 48 hours with trade rumors. Uh, so the biggest one, uh, is Russell Westbrook wanting out of Houston after one year, uh, what do you guys think is going to... Where do you guys see Russell Westbrook landing? There's been a bunch of spots named. Uh, apparently, he's okay with the New York Knicks, which I, I just don't know if that's the best spot for him. But uh, let's start this off again with our trade enthusiast. Phil... Oh, my God. I butchered your last name there. Wallo, uh, Phil uh, Phil, where do you see... Okay, Westbrook? he messes up
3: Zion, so you're good.
0: Hey, hey.
3: called him Zion. Zion. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's,
0: let's not Zion. talk about my stroke on, on okay. uh, Phil, where it's do you see French. Russell Westbrook landing?
2: Well... <sighs> I heard about that request, and so I'm like, ah, you can do that now. So so I went to my local bank, and I'm like, hey, can you just give me a billion dollars because I think it's a good idea. They're like, no, you have to deserve it first. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense too. So I think when you look at Russell Westbrook, I think it's a lot of teams you could want to go to, but honestly... He falls into that same camp as DeMar DeRozan, except he makes twice as much. Uh, I think he's played his way out of playing for a contender. Uh, I mean, honestly, at this point, even if he was making fifteen to $20 million, if I'm a legit contender, I'm not touching this guy. Um, I think he's got a small stack of teams that, and honestly, I don't even know if he gets moved this year. I think they probably will move him and maybe the whole team. But if you look at him, no team that's contending is going to want to deal with, what he's like, like people make fun of Paul George in the playoffs. Russell Westbrook is 10 times worse. Like if you're the Clippers, why would you do that to yourself? If you're the Lakers, why would you do that to yourself? He, I think he's goes to the, to the, the Hornets or the Knicks. And it's literally just to put butts in the seats and next year doesn't even matter. Cause there are no fans. I, I think they're going to get, I think they're going to have to pay again to get rid of them in terms of assets. So they pay, extra assets to get them with Chris Paul. This is going to turn out to be one of the Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook, especially how, how they're having to get rid of them is going to be looked at as one of the worst trades in the last 20 years.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um, Alan, in, in terms of, you know, where, what Russell Westbrook could be traded to.
1: Um, I don't know, like as far as like cap wise, what can be done and get him to the right position because like Westfield Phil said, he's got a huge ass contract and that's kind of hard to ship. But there are places and cities that would welcome him. Once again, like the Knicks, I also think like a place like the Pistons, something like that. So you you kind of pair him up with Blake Griffin. But like, how do you even get him over there? How do you do it? There, there's probably a shit ton of contracts that the Pistons. You got to trade. Have.
2: You got to trade for Blake. I think that's yeah. the only way to get really. Him there.
1: Then mm, that's not. Then I don't think I don't. I don't know. If I if I'm the, could
2: move the majority of that team, but, but but the point is, he would be going to a non-contender. Yeah, who just wants stacks stack s- uh, some washed stars. I mean, yeah. it, like Like you look at a, a non-contender, the the Cavs would be perfect. But, um, <laughs> I, but I mean, I,
1: I, yeah. I you said the Clippers. Like I think a Paul George for Russell Westbrook trade isn't the worst for everybody. Yeah,
2: okay, okay, hold on. I gotta stop you right there. I've heard this on three different podcasts on three different YouTube channels. Paul George and Russell Westbrook, even putting them in the conversation as the same value, you're drunk. You're high. At- Who
1: who's higher? Who's higher? Because I know who's yes,
2: Paul George is way, way better. Mm, I think Paul what? George has played oh, himself. No,
1: nah, Paul George has played himself out of the Stop conversation this. of being a superstar. He
2: has done that. Paul George has played himself out of a top 10 role. Russell Westbrook is maybe maybe top thirty at this point. There's some, Whoa, what there's is a, happening? There is there is there is
1: proactive
3: are you, and are reactive. You, are you what are you looking at? Are you looking at numbers? <laughs> I'm are looking you at wins. Looking I'm at I, I, I'm
2: I'm, <laughs> I, I'm looking at a player who managed to waste playing with KD, Russ, uh, sorry, uh, Harden, uh, Paul George, made well, it all fail.
1: I all those scenarios.
3: So how really, about this here with Paul George? He failed to play with a contender, apparently.
2: Because uh, that the team wasn't finals well finals
3: MVP, they're, the finals MVP of the year before.
2: Look, uh, there's and no shot. And they're
3: playing a new Denver team.
2: Yeah, I'm not saying he's the best in the playoffs. I'm just saying, like, if you're looking at Russell Westbrook, there is a far different conversation. Like, when you're saying Paul, Paul George's fall from grace, in my mind, he's like, he was an MVP vote. And look, MVP doesn't mean anything, let's be honest. Like you're, up you're, double about and, a, oh, you're about uh, to use MVP okay. as a okay, defense. You're about to use it. it. That's <laughs> why I'm pulling back. I'm using, the, I'm using the pullout method. It always works. And then, <laughs> and then Paul George, look, most I think Paul George is easily considered a top 20, 15, 20 player right now, even with his playoff issues. There is no way any logical team would make that move. Look. I think there's actually a good trade to be had later on. We talk about some other guys, but Russell Westbrook at this point, no, honestly, his contract's one thing, but him for John Wall's deal is probably the best player you'd get back Mm. for him. And it's just taking that risk.
1: Disrespectful. Disrespect. Here's the thing. I'd rather have Russell Westbrook than Paul George. I would rather have that. And that's if not saying much
2: from the seats, but if you're trying to win, no, no, I, there's I think no way, no,
1: no, because I think if you put them in a similar position, I think you're going to get more out of uh, Russell Westbrook than you are going to get out of Paul George. I think there's proactive and reactive players. Uh, Paul George very reactive; he responds to how the game's kind of going, and then he kind of like does his thing incrementally over the game. Russell Westbrook can take over a game; he can do that, and he has because that he has motor the and energy that Paul George does not have. And if you put him, if you pair him with a Kawhi, which I hate to see, because I don't want any success in the Clippers, so this is me saying this from a point of like. If this happens, this will pay me. So I'm like boosting this, and I don't want you to sh- see this happen. You
2: should be wanting this to happen if you beat the Clippers. I, I I
1: do, and I think if if you have Russell Westbrook because he's a he's a he's a he's a born leader. He's out there. He's gonna be that vocal leader. I think that Kawhi Leonard is not. I think that Paul George is not. You have him out there with Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard'd be like, "Yo, dude, give me the ball. Give me the ball, and you can do your own thing." I think yeah, when you Kevin have-
2: Durant was doing that for years, and he left.
1: Yeah, well, Kevin Durant's a little bitch. That's the that's the difference between Kevin Durant and everyone whoa, whoa, else. So. everyone's just shitting
3: on my players.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying that the reason that when he demanded a trade before and now that there weren't everyone knocking on those doors is not just contract. He's mm-hmm. proven he cannot win. He he can. He got to the NBA Finals. Did Paul George get to the NBA Finals? Surrounded I don't think so. surrounded by a 22 year old Paul Harden, George is Katie, a, and a box Mm. And James Harden was the point guard on that team in, in the playoffs. He
1: was he, up, he was the fourth quarter point guard. He wasn't the point guard in the first. That's when in, it matters. He came off the
0: bench. All right. All right. Well, in, in terms of. We should Russia, trade him to the
2: Raptors then. Because right. they're going to no, love Oh, no, 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 I'll, I'll take no, no. Westbrook on the Raptors. I don't want that. Do no, I, don't want bad. You? You? See, I don't want that. I don't want that. No, I, don't I, don't want that to I don't want that to no, happen. I don't want that. I don't. Here's
3: where I You guys would take Westbrook over Kyle Lowry? Really? Oh. Hundred percent. I
1: would no, I'd take oh, Lowry over. Now? no no no, now? hold on.
3: Yeah.
0: Let's let, let, let the, say I'm the wrong thinking. thing no, and then the, I'll say the correct no, thing In terms of the so. Raptors yeah, goes dynamic and the Raptors mold, no, Westbrook doesn't fit that. Kyle Lowry fits that perfectly. I wouldn't I wouldn't mess that there chemistry up.
3: But what what team are you getting with Kyle Lowry next year? What team are you getting? You're not getting yeah. the same team. I'll tell you that right now. You're with moving Kyle team,
1: Lowry because you that was got the whole
2: Westbrook. point of salary.
1: You uh, know, you don't move Kyle Lowry. You gotta give him are.
2: That's why they signed a plus one deal. I uh, think
1: we got to give him that one more like that pasture contract to kind of be like, look, look, all free agents of the NBA. We take care of our own. We, we take did. care of them. He's we don't just right trade now. them away. I don't He's think you right do now. something drastic like that after what you did to DeMar DeRozan.
0: Masai gave him the 30 mil for this year. He's on that that thank you contract right now. Technically, uh, you don't
1: think they gets one more. And then we move uh, him off That
3: I'll You sign not him one more rat- time. I than we don't know. We're giving him thirty mil again. He's going to Philly. He's going to Philly. I think he's going to go back home. I think it seems keep, like a homer. You
1: keep. I think you put him. You you slowly kind of do that rotation thing where you give. Uh, if Van Vliet comes back, hopefully you have Van Vliet kind of get those more minutes, and he becomes a new Lowry. Lowry kind of comes off the bench, and then you trade that Lowry. You put him onto the Lakers. One of these teams that what are. What do you
3: desperate. think of uh, Ben Simmons for Westbrook?
1: <laughs> I think that's stupid both ways, so I don't care. <laughs> both those teams suck. Both those players aren't, like, I don't know. There, there, there's, something, there's something sort of missing from you Ben could at You at least ben build Simmons around games.
2: Ben Simmons. Can you? And they're just using him wrong. If you had him at power forward or center with a bunch of shooters, like you're, you're using Giannis, like, if if right now they just moved him for Giannis, like, yes, Giannis is worth more, for sure. But if you just took Milwaukee as constructed, put in Ben Simmons, They're a top four team beast. The
1: the difference between Giannis and and Ben Simmons is the if if people sag off too deep on Giannis, he will shoot the three. Ben Simmons refuses to shoot the three. He refuse He doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to change his game, which is like the weirdest thing. Like, dude, like how many seasons has it been? Like, figure it out. Figure Figure out that shot. He's shooting it's with not. The wrong it's, hand, if it's not figured that out. Yeah, it's. Well, I I thought it was yips. To be honest, I think he's got that kind of mental block in his head that he's just like, I can't do it, so I, I just won't. Oh, he's right handed and, and and I think it's kind of to his own detriment when your team goes crazy when you shoot a three pointer or the crowd goes crazy. Don't do that. Don't make it a bigger thing that it needs to be.
0: Just make it a shot. Um, just just staying on again with trades here. Uh, the biggest rumor. Uh, outside of Russell Westbrook, it's not really a rumor. But the biggest rumor outside of Russell Westbrook leaving is now the fact that Houston might lose James Harden, and the rumor is James Harden to the New York, sorry, the uh, the Brooklyn Nets to pair him up mm. with KD and Kyrie. Um, my questions when I saw this was, would this work? Can those three egos on one team, you know, mesh together? And and again, apparently the the Nets and the Rockets haven't actually discussed this, but do you guys think there could be any truth to this? Do you feel like this is a deal that could work? Apparently, latest uh, news is that James Harden wouldn't actually be objecting to this at all. Um, Dexter, how do you feel about possibly seeing, you know, Harden on the Nets with KD and Kyrie?
3: Are we cap or no cap yet? Is cap or no cap?
0: Well, you make this a cap or no cap. It's a big cap. This is a
3: Pharrell Williams cap because I don't see Harden out there with those guys. There's not enough balls on the court for these guys (laughs) to handle. Uh, If they did, I do see a championship, which I did predict on the last episode. I said Brooklyn's going to win the championship next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, But um, I I don't see that happening. But I do think Harden is going to go somewhere. I think this year is going to be all about two guards. If you look down the list, maybe... Clay Thompson, maybe Bradley Beal are the only safe ones. I think everyone is, else is up for grabs. You look at the league, Buddy Hield. I think is up. I think Zach Levine is even tradable. Like like Phil said, everyone's tradable, but I think it's going to be all about two guards. You're going to see Victor Oladipo go somewhere. You're going to see J.J. Reddick probably go somewhere. You can see all these two guards move around and shift around, and it depends where they land. But I think I think Buddy Hield is going to come out. As the best fit
0: on a new team. Yeah. Mm, okay, all right. We got some hot uh, trade targets in general, like you mentioned: uh, Bradley Beal, uh, Drew Holiday, Victor Oladipo. Although Victor Oladipo has recently come out and debunked that he wanted to leave. Apparently, he is sold. On he's it. just saying the, the yeah. He just he, <laughs>
1: there was a isn't there like a video of him actually saying it? Like I thought <laughs> I saw <laughs> that circulating Pretty around. Pretty sure. There and is. Then his sister pulled, was like trashy. Yeah, it was. I mean, like, it's news, you and there's like and his sister was like trashing like, who was a mouse Turner or something like that. It's like,
0: what? Nuts. Oh, no. Nuts. OK, Stop so let, let's open this up. This is open season trade season. Let's get the wait.
1: Can, can, can I just say one thing about that? Yeah. To, to, to point to Dexter's thing. Yeah, of course, it's not going to work. The, there's not enough people to dribble that fucking ball. They all are primary ball handers. You have three of them again. How could that possibly work? It's Clippers East one more time. And I just want to read uh, Josh Hart's tweet about it. It was really funny. He goes, I was already over 2020, but if James goes to Brooklyn, then I'll see y'all in 2022. (laughs) They got 2021.
2: (laughs) Actually, I shall give you that trade. I'll tweak it one way and it'll make the whole league make sense with the players you're talking about. You do that same trade. You bring in a third team. You bring in... KD probably hates it you bring in the Clippers you switch up Paul George for Kyrie Irving now think of those nets yeah Paul George is still trash (laughs) trash. whatever you want to say about Paul George that team makes more sense James Harden Paul George Kevin Durant is taking the east and then Kyrie Irving Kawhi Leonard
1: here's why I can't why everyone like what else does that team have what else Name me one other thing. Every Spencer time he's he not going to be there, he's gone. So you don't have a bench. You know, Joe Harris going to kill it? Who's your big? No one. There's is two guys. Why do everyone Harris, think that's going to work? Harris. It's not an all-star game. It's a fucking league. It's a, it's a, it's a 72-game season. There's no way Kyrie and Kevin Durant can possibly take over the East. I'm Harris? so sorry. Harris the Boston Harris? Celtics will wipe their ass, and I hate it's the Boston mm-hmm. Celtics. Mm-hmm. They still DeAndre
0: Jordan. Karis
2: have
3: DeAndre Jordan. Karis Irving staying?
1: Karis staying? Is he staying? Or Jared oh
3: no
2: Levert. Oh, he, all he those gone. guys would he be gone. in that trade. All, all those guys would be in that trade. And that's the number one reason I actually think it doesn't happen. There's a whole re- – one of the big reasons KD and, and Kyrie came to, to the Nets was actually um, uh, uh, Dimwitty. He's friends with Dimwitty. Yes. They're hard with that. Moving him away, I don't think makes sense. It's the same way how come they can't move DeAndre Jordan. It's part of that whole weird package. I actually think this doesn't happen, even though it makes some sense. But I think, uh, to be fair – it makes more sense if you move Kyrie. Because I actually think Kyrie is a little bit overrated. Um, He's not you know, overrated. He just, he just he just has
1: that. an ego issue, and he needs to kind of fix it. And, and it's, I think a lot of things he gets blamed for that he shouldn't get blamed for. So I'm not the person who's going to be like, Kyrie's the fault for everything. But he does have a little issue with an ego that he does need to fix.
0: And he opens his mouth a lot when he shouldn't.
1: Yeah, and he thinks the world is flat, so that's stupid as well. Yeah.
0: His, no, no one's doubting, no one is doubting uh, Kyrie's talent. Kyrie's talent's phenomenal. Like he, he's an amazing basketball player. It's just maestro. He just opens his mouth. He talks a lot. And his uh, ego gets uh,
2: a lot. as as a scorer and ball handler, who doesn't really play defense and doesn't necessarily make his team better, he's a hired gun. This is why I said uh, Dennis Schroeder is Kyrie Irving light. There are very particular reasons why he only won with LeBron James. He is a player. I don't think him and Kevin Durant are going to play well at all. I, I I think they're going to be like top six in the East, but I think there's a major holes. And and again, uh, you were saying, uh, you brought up an interesting point because they'd have to sell a farm to bring in James Harden, right? Mm-hmm. We're in this weird league of these big threes where it's all about big threes or depth. Uh, we saw the Clippers. What were they good about? Had all this depth continuity. what they do? Get rid of that and bring in these guys. What did they do with... There's so many teams... I actually think the path to success is a big two and a solid rest. This is what Toronto did when they won, um, because Pascal was kind of coming up. uh, Lowry was there, but kind of coming down. So between them, they kind of had a superstar. uh, And look, let's be fair, Kawhi was there, but he wasn't playing all the games. So between those three, they had two superstars, but they had enough depth. This is why real GMs, their real value is where they can grab guys off off the scrap heap the good veterans who signed for little and the good draft picks, I think the Nets are actually making a mistake doing this. But I actually think it doesn't happen because you're not going to move Levert, and there's so many better trade scenarios out there. James Harden's going to get moved, but only because they're going to have really? to dump. They're really? going to they're going to have to dump Russell Westbrook, and then Harden's going to be like, "You got nothing for Westbrook? What am I doing?" So they're going to move him, and they're going to uh, shake down that whole team. I actually have a strong suspicion. From now till next off season, Houston's in a complete teardown mode.
0: Oh yeah, guaranteed. I think it's already it started with Westbrook doing that. They just got a new coach in uh, Paul Silas' son, Stephen Silas, and I feel bad for him because you know he just absorbed this team, and and your two studs are now possibly on their way out. Um it but- just,
1: his picture looked like a coach that just got fired. Like I know he got hired, but I was like, it looks like a, a coach that like an Earl Watson you're like that coach is going to get fired like yeah. I don't see him being there for a
0: yeah. couple of he, seasons he got screwed he he has literally walked in and got screwed um, Cliff. let let's open it up uh again Phil this is this is your time here this is trade season um drop any dream trade dream scenario it doesn't have to be a dream scenario but is there two teams involved two players involved or is it a multi-time deal like give us your ideal trade that should happen this offseason
2: All right. uh, Number one, I'm if I'm the New Orleans Pelicans, I don't want to sit on Zion's knees. So I'm moving him for Karl-Anthony Towns. (laughs) You know what?
3: I I, kind of like that just because Stan Van Gundy is the new coach and Stan Van Gundy with big men. That's that's a great pairing. So I see that. Good job, Phil. Do You do yeah. that sometimes. You're <laughs> off. Sometimes,
0: hey, sometimes. You sign off on fill trades, okay? Usually, not, yeah. I do not agree with those trades because he's always trying to trade my Mavericks. But um,
2: Alan. and and and, and yeah. then if you're the Grizz, sorry, if you're the Timberwolves, then you take Wiseman. Then you have Wiseman and Zion as your front court. That's now think of soft. that going forward.
0: That is no, that Ooh. is dope. I, I like that,
2: that covers much. a lot of shit right there.
0: I don't think the. Um, then you gotta never, trade the, the Pelicans will Russell right out, but you know. Well,
2: okay. I I I mean, look. If you want to move Russell, you move him. You take back Lonzo Ball, Hearts, uh, uh, something there. JJ Redick, whatever, right? The, like, there's enough guys you, you can make those salaries work. Basically, the idea is you keep uh, Carl Anthony Towns, Brandon Ingram, and ideally either and look and and D'Angelo Russell. I think those guys. It's back to the Lakers, um, but it's like. <laughs> you add talent. And I think that there's a weird position where you can grab centers right now. Like I think another one, if you're looking at Philly, there's like, I think they really got to move on from Joel Embiid. Like I was thinking of a move that actually makes some sense. It, it loses star power. But if you're Philly, right, you sit there, you're like, okay, I, I don't really want to lose Embiid. Who could actually use a center? And I want to keep him in the East just to be jokes. I'll send him the Orlando magic. You give me, uh, Jonathan Isaac as the promising big you give me Aaron Gordon and you give me uh, like some guard to move him from there yeah, they, they got Vooch so I don't think you can even to move off from Vooch well you can move Vooch in, in, in that deal you can do a lot of things but I think if you're if you're Philly trading off and actually I'll, I'll bring uh, Ryan's Mavs into the play now no, <laughs> I actually don't. think don't do it
0: because I know what you're going to say but go go ahead
2: I actually Luca. don't think. No, 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 no. You keep Luca. Oh, I actually God. think there's a play where you have Joel Embiid moving for Porzingis and some pieces.
3: I'm, I, I have, I'm an avid Porzingis fan. Until he's broken. And, uh, <laughs> top defender, five big, <laughs> and and he's a top five big, and I have him
0: over Embiid. So I, I, I'm Fowl. keeping Porzingis. Fowl. Hey, healthy Porzingis. Is, is what impossible is a top five big
1: imaginary okay. like a unicorn? Healthy, is that Przingis what they call him? That top
0: five, big. top
1: five big man because he doesn't actually exist because he's not on the court. Is that right. why they call all right, him? A unicorn? All right, he plays right. defense. Now, what would you this like to three?
0: see this offseason? Is there a trade? Is there a team you guys think, uh, a player that you'd like to listen? You know, see? I,
1: I have been on this free Bradley Beal campaign for a very long time i think that boy's talent is being wasted yep. in dc yep. get him out of dc all right people it's time for people to evacuate dc all right yep so what i'm hoping is a team like the toronto raptors can make a, a tra- i don't know that's a terrible charles barkley impression but uh, <laughs> bring in some type of like sign and trade with a Baca and uh add let's throw in uh what's his name our, our shooting guard uh norman powell yeah playoff powell off of, of a fantastic playoff and, and a big man uh, who can who can uh, block shots, also rebound, and, you know, get you up in the post and do some threes. You switch that for Bradley Beal. Bring Bradley Beal up here in Toronto. Oh, wait, wait. Let's have
2: a good time. Uh, uh, hold up. Uh, I just got a yeah. phone call from the GM of the other uh, Wizards. Uh, they hung up on you. My
1: bad. They hung up on me? They don't want a <laughs> okay. championship contender. They want championship pedigree. That team's Bradley do- Beal, along with
3: Clay Thompson, are untouchable. So Those fast. guys are untouchable. Yeah. I, I I get Clay, and I get that unless you take State John has... Wall.
2: If you take John Wall's contract, maybe. <laughs> no. No.
0: See, no. John no. Wall coming
1: back, back. changes everything. Back. He's,
0: right coming back. He's coming back. He's coming
2: back bigger helping. than ever, literally.
0: So I don't well, think yeah, Bradley wants. Awesome. To... I don't think Bradley's ready to give up the the crown in Washington right now, and I think he would rather move on. I
1: just, I just, his entire future is being wasted. It's, his potential is being wasted on that team. What Morty's Wanger is like your set, your third best player, Thomas Bryant. Like what, what, what are they doing? There's no identity. You have John Wall and Bradley Bill. They can't exist together. They're not doing anything. So I don't know why you're holding on to these two sacred cows. Like it's going to do anything else. And like what, what, what Phil said earlier, it doesn't matter about putting butts in the seats. There's no fans. So either lose now while there's no fans, you have to worry about ticket sales. Yep. Just lose your shit. Get, get you know, and start building something in the future. So that's why I think the Washington Wizards should take my phone call.
0: Yeah. And uh Wall is wasted talent because I think he was the very first person to get snubbed from an All Star team to average like what, twenty eight plus points? Beal
3: <laughs> you're talking about Beal. <laughs> oh sorry, right? Beal.
0: Apologies. Beal, yeah. Like yeah. the first, Wall, guy, made right? The first guy to get snubbed an All Star and he's literally scored like like how much, like twenty eight plus points a game. Could be thirty actually no, he did definitely didn't score thirty, but uh um, bucket. bucket. Um Dexter, is there any player you'd like to see traded to for going to another team?
3: I don't want to see it, but I think this is going to happen.
0: Picture yourself
3: in New York City oh. at the New York Fashion Week and down the walkway <laughs> is Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be at the Met Gala. New York loves Russell Westbrook. I don't want it to happen. It's gonna happen, and <laughs> I don't know. Need, New York and he needs something to like uh, a contender, <laughs>
2: and he needs something to occupy his time in the while everyone else is in the playoffs, right? So yeah. he can keep doing nope. this fashion. That's true. That's so. true. You know, what? he can get it, a quad dub. East. You know,
3: it's the East.
2: He can get a quad dub.
3: You never he can get know.
1: points, rebounds, assists, and turnovers. That's to be great, man. You he, would be out there breaking records.
3: You'll never know about the East, man.
2: All uh, right. Uh, well, okay. Um, I'll double up on your trade. Let's just say he gets moved for whatever to New York, and then and then Houston's rebuilding. Most of their guys, P.J. Tucker, uh, Covington, are easy to move, right? To contenders, you, you get rid of them. Let's just say you, you want to rebuild. You're stuck with James Harden. I'm going to stick local. Let's say the Denver Nuggets offer you up Gary Harris. No, sorry, uh, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Oh, God, no, that's not happening. No, no. Sorry, for, who? Wait, yeah. for who? Wait for who? For James Harden. Oh, Michael Porter Jr. If you're, if you're Jamal full Murray
0: rebuild. I don't uh. think I don't think Jamal Murray is movable right now. I think that he's uh, untouchable with the Nuggets.
2: No, I for James Harden and and Yoka on the same team. After that display, after
1: that display in the playoffs, they're gonna run it back.
2: They're always gonna run it back. Okay, that team. Is some of
1: the worst. The some of the worst things that can happen to a player is the success of a team, like Devin Booker and the and. Uh, Phoenix just being a shy point away from me in the playoffs was the worst thing I happened to his crib because now they're like, well, maybe we can actually do this thing. If they if they didn't have that hope, they would be like, okay, who wh- who's buying? We're selling. Yeah. I
3: think the Rockets are gonna they're they're gonna overreach. I think with any trade with Harden and Westbrook, they're gonna keep close to the chest and they're gonna just ask for the stars and the moon and just everything under the sun. Yeah. So with that, with that Denver trade, you talk about Denver being traded. They're gonna ask for I don't know. They're gonna throw in Will Barton. They're gonna ask for Bull Bull. They're gonna ask for some first round picks, and I feel like they're gonna ask for way more than Harden
2: is valued at. You don't think Houston, when they're rebuilding, would say would just sign on the dotted line to Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray after everything? Not just just those two. Not just those
3: two. Houston will. They would ask for more. I don't know about that's Denver. what I'm saying. They would ask. I don't for know more about that.
2: Bull, They would ask for. You can have uh, bowl, bowl. Would have.
3: Whoa,
1: <laughs> whoa. We we believe in bull, bull. that's bowl your future, here.
3: right there in Denver. Yeah, this is a bull, bowl, bowl
1: podcast. <laughs> He's but.
2: a beast. He's ready. He's ready. He ready. <laughs> uh, but I will say, uh, speaking of big guys, and this will probably be my final like big thought: the two teams that my man, if it, if you've followed me since I've been. Um, covering this guy in the draft. Miles Turner has been one of my favorite bigs in the league for a while now. Great value, great modern big, great contract. Him landing on either Boston or the Pelicans, both it, it is the cheat code on both those teams. All right.
0: Okay. I, can, yeah. I can see him on hey, yeah. Boston. He, he's 18
2: million. He's superfluous with, with Sabonis. They want to move him. You could – I Boston would be a little tough. But, look, he, if you went to Boston and say – I know Kemba's killing it for you, but I'll give you Victor Oladipo and and uh, Miles Turner for Kemba. It works salary wise,
1: I, I, but I don't think you give up both of those as Indiana. Then they got to throw they got sweeten that deal. You do you gotta,
2: because, uh, because I don't think that they're signing Oladipo. I think Oladipo is walking. He's gone.
1: That. But you you, you got to get but something back from Miles Turner.
2: Yeah, you got Kemba Walker who's and? playing next to. You uh, can have Tice. He's the best player of those three. And so, he, and, and so he's in a backcourt with Malcolm Brogdon. You still have TJ Warren, and then you still have Sabonis. For Indiana, who's not a destination, that's not bad. And then Boston yeah. sits there. You've got a backcourt of Oladipo and Marcus Smart, which is going to destroy people. You still have Jalen Brown, Tatum at the four, Miles Turner at the five. That team is taking the East. It's a little oh, scary. No. I'm not gonna lie. No,
0: no, that, that, that's and good.
2: then you and then you move him to the Pelicans. It takes care of everything that Zion's not good at. Miles Turner, Zion Ingram. I have
3: no stock in Miles Turner. Zero stock. None. I, I, there's he. He just hasn't shown me anything.
2: He I will can, buy he, all he, your stock. He, and
1: he's he, improved that three over the years, and he's very just like he's got that pogo stick kind of energy where he just like. Constantly cool. just jumps up for them rebounds and tips. He's he's good. Maybe
3: he doesn't. Maybe he just doesn't know his role, or he's it's not the right fit. It's
2: Cause, it's cause just Indiana two centers, it's Just Indiana two centers on one team. Yeah. he's he's six eleven with a 7'6 wingspan. He's twenty four years old, making eighteen million dollars locked up for three years. He's a three and D big. That guy is valuable in the NBA. Point for now. Somewhere else, he'd have a better career. Yeah, those two teams, Boston or the Pelicans, <laughs> that is, makes them each contenders.
1: Who do who do who who from the Pelicans do you trade?
2: Um, you could Derek Favors. Not, Let me just throw out. Oh no, Favors. <laughs> uh, favors is free so it's probably yeah. tougher to. Yeah. I forgot the trade that I was thinking for him, but uh oh no, 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 because it, it would have to be like a three way with Drew Holiday going somewhere. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, although it's interesting because Holiday going to Indiana to play with his brothers would actually be interesting. Hmm. But I feel like, I once feel like again, the
3: Pelicans want to develop Jackson Hayes, though. I feel like yeah. they're trying to go somewhere with him.
2: Yeah, yeah I don't but I know, know how far you go mountains. with Jackson Hayes.
1: Whoa, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen enough. I haven't seen enough. He's, he's, uh, no, he's good. Stock, but One
0: stock in Jackson Hayes.
1: One year. One year. Can't tell what, what he is.
0: Um, I, for some reason, want to see Karis Laverne on the Raptors.
1: Yeah, I, um, I like that. I,
0: I don't know why that's far off, but I feel like he would fit our mold. Um, I feel like he can play the two or the three, so you can still have uh, you'd have Pascal yeah. at the four, him running the three, um, and then pick o- him off the
1: bench. Give him that point, that that, that six man kind of role. Give him the point, the ball in his yeah.
0: hands. I don't know who we, we would give away. I think Norman Powell's in that deal. Um, maybe a draft pick. Um, I, I, and I, the I, Nets
2: just hang up on you. There's no way. No, like 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 the the real way to do that move is if you really wanted him you're moving Lowry on his last year to a contender in the West, hopefully, and then you're doing a three-way where that team's sending something because Lowry and, and Irving doesn't make sense. Nope. If you're... I don't know who it's going to be. I'd have to sit there longer, but Lavert does make sense, and I like him next to Van Vliet, but Lowry has to be moved in that and a third team's involved. Like, like Powell doesn't have anything close to Lavert Like, like Lavert is on a, another great contract... Um actually in a weird way, uh if you did oh no, I can't no, I was gonna say Levert for Turner, but then the, they would never allow him to start over DeAndre Jordan. That whole team's a mess. I promise you, Dexter. Jared Allen, too. Like, where no, do you do no, Jared Allen? Oh no.
3: no. It's a, it's, it's, you take him off the bench. The
0: bench. Okay, okay, and okay. Then DeAndre okay. starts.
2: Watch, 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 watch. Okay, this is a okay. simple solution. Drew Holiday goes to the Nets. Perfect match. Uh uh uh, uh Spencer, no um Allen and lavert go to the raptors and then kyle lowry goes to the uh pelicans just to die
0: if that money works out i'd take that in the heartbeat if i'm in the raptors because
2: brooklyn's we not don't, taking we don't, any we, we calls don't even, we, guys we don't even
0: know if we have serge abaca at this point i don't know what's
2: there's there are already rumors that drew holiday wants to be in the with the nets that makes all the sense he can play off ball he's one of the most underrated players in the last 10 years true um He's a fantastic fit. He can guard both guard positions, even a bit of three. And that lets you reset. I don't know if you really want to pay Jared Allen. I think the Raptors are actually the one that may say no to that. Cause, uh. cause, uh, because Allen's in his last year, do you really want to pay Jared Allen who can't shoot like upwards of 15, 17 a year? Probably I don't not really I don't think, I getting think
3: the money. we're getting Harold, guys. I think Toronto's going to pick up that Harold punch. Uh, right. Oh, great. Like, another six foot six center. Overpay.
1: That's awesome. They're
0: going to overpay Harold on that free agent. No, we're not overpaying Harold. He gets money, but he's not getting overpaid. That's what
1: I think. We're so, our eyes are on 2022 or 20, whatever the next uh, 21. 21, the
2: Giannis. 21
1: yeah. But that we're, we might,
2: Know, we they're might probably a top. they're probably a top three landing spot for Giannis, but it's going to depend what, what they do to keep them around them. All right,
0: yeah. uh, just to close out, you know, trade season. Any last, you know, big deals? Is there anything that's like you know been running through your head that you, you want to put out here before we just jump into the mailbag? Free Bradley Beal, free Bradley Beal, free Brad, <laughs> you know what free Andre Drummond? I know he's out of Detroit, but like I feel like Andre Drummond uh-huh. is definitely <laughs> wasted. Like, he's in because uh, he didn't do much put like, him back in put he him could back be in. <laughs> a defensive stalwart and rebounder on a very good championship team like he, he yeah has to get out. but he
1: doesn't do much
0: else so true true I don't know. i'll take them on dallas but um all right
1: that's true you'd be nice out there
0: we're opening up the mailbag uh this uh last couple of days i just put it out there on uh instagram twitter facebook and again uh look out for it in the future on uh, below the hardwood on ig uh press basketball on facebook and again uh we are press.net the mailbag i ask you guys to you know give us some questions uh what what do you guys want us to answer and i got a couple this week one again kind of fitting perfectly with the trade season and uh, free agency is fred van fleet good enough to be a superstar or uh, on another team is it smart for him to take the money versus you know staying with a championship team kind of like the raptors um start with uh, allen for this one is is, is it good uh, he, to keep he, fred he's
1: I don't know if he could be a superstar in another team system. I think he works great in the Raptors, but it's smart for him to take the money. It's the money. This is a business. Don't ever think it's anything but that. So he needs to do what's best for him and his family. So take the money. Take the money.
0: All right. So if that means you go to a shitbox box like New York, take the money. Yeah. Yeah, why not? But with his personality, do you think like that that like I just don't see him going to the Knicks like just with that organization, what they're doing and James James what does he want
1: to do? He's already won a chip, so you can't motivate him with more championships. Really, he can. He, he's already been to the mountain. He's tasted the fruit. He knows what is good. So he's at this point in time, he's about security.
0: True, true. Dex, thoughts on that? Get that, that bag. Being a superstar, get the bag. Get, get the bag. That
3: bag. That's right. it. You've you've proven yourself. You were pretty much like the second option on a championship team. Just get that bag.
0: Right. Phil, get the bag. Is he a superstar championship?
2: He is. He, he in like, I always put players in tears. Like, can he be your first, second, third or fourth best player? I think he waivers between the third or fourth best player on a championship team. Um, and I think he, he would get relative money anyways. I, I don't think staying with Toronto considering he won with them and there's so much flux that's about to happen is necessarily the thing. I, I would say chase that money, but if it's within one, two million a year, if he really wants his, his his own place, I would really look at Phoenix hard if I was him. Sure, sure,
0: not bad, uh, not uh, bad. Uh, for for him, like, if it's like a twenty to thirty mil difference, I'm like, yeah, you know what, go get the money. That at the end of the day, it's a pandemic. You don't know what's gonna happen in the next whatever how many years. Just take the money. Um, but if it's like a small amount, like if it's a small difference, and you're gonna be on a place where you already, you already know you're already from, we accept you in Toronto, compared to. You know, God knows what's gonna happen with the New York Knicks, um, and they're like seven million power forwards. I don't think you. I don't think you go. I think you stay. It just depends on the gap between the Raptors' money and the Knicks' money. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, next question here: If the NBA was hip hop, which players would be who? So essentially, what he's asking is who is the rap counterpart? Um, I'll start this one off. Because actually, I think this was actually recently done. I don't know which site did it, but um, uh, obviously, I'm going to talk about my maps here. Dirk Nowitzki is J. Cole, <laughs> and <laughs>
1: no features,
0: no features, no. And all he fell scores. off. Whoa! The game. The game and the appearance is not flashy, but it's it's good. Um, uh, there's there's a couple other things here. Oh, consistency and loyalty. You know that that that, that that's J. Cole. That's Dirk. So yeah, J Cole being Dirk is is my rap my rap counterpart in hip hop. Um, Dex, who's your mm. your NBA hip hop pairing? Your who would be who uh, for you?
3: Well, first I think it's J Cole and Tobias Harris, just looks wise. Uh, I don't no. know if that's racist or not, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm <laughs> going <laughs> looks wise. Uh, Light skins? I would say let's go Russell Westbrook and Kanye West. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm signing I'll put, off I'll put that. that together. They I'm got, got style, you know, they can get aggressive. Uh, Yeah, I just see a
0: pairing like that. I'm signing off on that, yeah. Uh, Phil, who's your your hip-hop NBA counterpart?
2: I'm uh, having to switch it up because I had Westbrook too, but I can't, just, I, and I was a bit of an older <laughs> school name, so I'm going to have to <laughs> switch it. Um. Who am I going to pick to replace him in that same mold? Oh, he's, he's just so easy to pick on. Exhausting, mine was Russell Westbrook for uh, Ja Rule. Just because I was. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> just because I was Mother like. Going... That's like, like,
3: like,
2: like, he's famous. Like, everybody knows who this guy is, but like, like, not always for the right reasons, right? And it's been around forever, been on all the covers, but. I'd not say, on anyone's top list.
0: I'd say Paul sir. George and Ja Rule, to be honest. Who? Paul George and Jar Rule.
1: No. Yeah. Wait, yeah, because they're fire, both phonies. Yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah. fire yeah. festival, man. Oh, I thought you said D- DMX for some reason. Yeah, Ja
2: Rule for a, th- you know, for a
1: thing. Boosted
0: is like the best thing oh, ever. And then
1: just... DMX and Westbrook.
3: I, I see that. Uh, I thought it was uh, that.
2: Uh, DMX and KG is not bad either.
0: Okay. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's yeah, not bad. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's yeah. not bad. Uh Allen?
1: Uh, I got to say, Iverson is ludicrous. Got the braid-ups. That's a race. We're pound (laughs) for pound, the best at the game in the early 2000s. They don't get enough respect that the younger cats don't want to give them. You know?
2: Or are we going to have to have a whole podcast about how Allen Iverson is overrated? What? Whoa. Okay, okay, this is for next yeah, time. Are sure you Next, next be, time, next I, don't time. Stay really tuned. I don't know if you're Foul. Foul. Yeah.
1: Iverson is one of the best players in the NBA. He just didn't have the right opportunities. That's all it was. All right? Sure. That boy is a the bucket. same with Russell Westbrook. No, 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 no. No, no, He's no, had no. Rand. Russell Westbrook He's had wishes Hardy. he was
2: Iverson. He's had wishes. They both, uh, they both went to the finals once. He and,
1: dragged and Aaron McKee. I don't know if you heard at the beginning of this podcast. He dragged Aaron McKee to the finals. Eric Snow. Samuel Dallin. No, he wasn't there. George. Old Matumbo. Old Matumbo. Old Mutombo. Hall
3: Mutombo. Mutombo wasn't Famer. supposed to be seen we, we don't, we don't, in HD, we, we don't, right? Matumbo is supposed Iverson to be
1: seen in grainy old footage because he's drafted in the damn black and white era, right? If there is one player, so <laughs> you're don't talking drag about down old ones
0: this podcast, it's Alan Iverson. You can't you can't do that. It's Alan Iverson out here,
1: right? <laughs> and the reason why all these players have braids or tattoos, because of him. That's all Alan Iverson. Reach the reach. Reach. I'm telling you. Give yeah. him his respect. And Ludacris, too. All right. I know he's making movies now, but Theater of Mine was not the worst album. Give it some love. All right.
0: Yeah, yeah. people hate on that. Chicken and right? beer.
1: Chicken and beer is amazing. We all know those are great, but also <laughs> though the later ones weren't the worst. They weren't the know. worst, all right? Uh the, the, and Iverson uh, in Detroit wasn't the worst. Not was not the worst. The worst. Not Iverson the worst. in um uh Denver wasn't the worst. 30 points Iverson in Memphis.
0: That was pretty all bad. right. So just <laughs> break break That's all you gotta say. <laughs> all right. Um, those were our rap and basketball counterparts. You could drop us a line again at uh, below the hardwood Instagram, uh, Wearepress.net. Uh, we're also on Twitter, press on the web. Uh, let us know who are your rap NBA counterparts. Uh, hit us up. Uh, you can also talk about the trades that we've discussed uh, on this episode. Uh, free agency, who do you think is going where, what. Honestly, keep an eye on NBA Twitter right now because it it's popping. Uh, this whole week is going to be absolutely insane. Uh, so we'd um, like to... Uh, can I
3: apologize first?
0: Apologize. I miss Kanye Westbrook. Oh, my God. Come <laughs> on, I'm <man.
3: laughs>
1: Westbrook. I also, have, I also have another NBA comparison. <laughs> Damian Lillard for Damian Lillard. Oh, think about it. Think that's about like, it.
3: that's like Will Smith and
0: <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> Will Actor. Smith and Will Smith. You, you know what? That, that is right. Dame Dame is his own counterpart. So that, that works out beautifully. Um, in regards to, again, just uh, looking into this uh, and ending out the show here. Uh, Phil, again, yep. former, um, well, not former, but cohort uh, colleague. Yeah
2: contributor previous all the seeds.
0: previous co- cohort colleague of uh, of the show friend of the program um what are you doing up these days where can the people find you and your trade your trade thoughts on on, on the i way, on the
2: am uh still hanging on twitter at sporting phil uh so you hit me there i'd probably throw uh 40 trade ideas a day and i just and 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 those are the ones that make it public. I, like, I'm, like, privately DMing people I don't even know. I'm like, so, uh, so what do you think about this? Like, super, on the, super um, on the low. Basically doing that and still trying to plan out my next uh, podcast, how I want to do it. But basically, I just love the business of basketball. I love signings, love free agency and everything. I don't have a team I cheer for, even though I'm sitting here in Denver and the Nuggets are all the rage. Uh, I, I just love it. And this is why everyone can be traded. And, uh <laughs> And if you don't think so, you shouldn't run a team. I'm not trading Luka Doncic ever, mm. ever.
1: Yeah, oh. no, I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm just being mean now. I'm sorry. He's fine. He's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Alan, where can they find you online? Anywhere?
1: Oh, where can't you find me? Um, I'm on the dark web. Check me out there. Uh, no, I'm on. Uh, find me on Twitter at uh, the Alan Shane, and then Instagram at Alan Shane. I should probably make those the same, so you could just just find it one stop shop. Uh, I also want to have at Alan Shane Lewis on on Twitter, but some random pianist has it, and this guy has been fucking up my whole shit since like 2010. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy.
0: <laughs> you, want, you, you should message him and just be like, "Hey,
1: I want know? to." I read. Yeah, I thought I used to be so afraid of him, and like I thought he was like, like big time, and then like I saw his uh, LinkedIn recently shit full of run on sentences fuck this guy this guy does know <laughs> what he's about this guy's all over the place he's like uh, uh, something of like a world searcher I'm like this guy's a fucking clown dude I'm the best Alice Louis. <laughs> Alan, Shane Louis. The
0: Alan Shane Lewis that's Alan
1: Shane fuck that other Alan Shane Lewis <laughs> oh god
0: and everyone you know what time it is <clears throat> play my mother mother music got the n-word just for you it's living
3: my dex life don't forget the g triple o g on the ig
0: got the n-word just for you alan i
3: know how much you love it Uh, i don't co-sign the n-word by the way he does he has a tattoo of the (laughs) n-word on his lower back it's so weird i don't know who it's for Um,
1: that's actually me singing on it (laughs) it's behind me it's below me it's beneath me i don't want to use it so
0: why is it tattooed on your butt and of course you can find me on instagram twitter anywhere you stalk people on social media at r a henry i try to get it everywhere and i think i have i think i've done a good job you know i'm not fighting with any pianists about it so uh it works um my penises you are penises of course yes (laughs) of course They, they 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 love that um this was another stimulating edition of Below the Hard Run, and I appreciate if you, <laughs> <got Speculating>. this... <laughs> see, you See what I did there? Stimulating. Um, I appreciate if you got this far and, uh, you know, signing off on a, another uh, episode 13. Uh, let me just get our theme music before we uh, part ways here. I don't know where I put it. It's, uh, it's all about conspiracies and, and you know what? This is the best uh, the best way to end it off here. Um, Thank you again. We are signing out.
1: Keep watching the skis. I mean, Scott.
3: That's (laughs) good.
1: (laughs) Be my friend.